0: Welcome to the House of Cinema Podcast. My name is Joe, and in the house today, it is June. We have officially ended MCU May, entering June, which means a couple things. One, obviously, we're entering summer, uh, which for us as movie fans means summer movies. And to celebrate June, we thought, why not do a whole month dedicated to summer films, summer blockbusters, and we have a lot of great things planned. With me today, Olivia and Dylan from Cinema Nation. Today's episode is a little bit different, though. We will be talking about summer movies, and following weeks, we'll be focusing on one movie each week. But today, we are doing the first inaugural movie draft. And this draft's theme is a summer blockbuster movie draft theme. Now, Olivia, Dylan, neither of you guys have drafted movies before. I know leading up to this, you were kind of... Well, very confused, also very nervous, I want to ask you both. First, Dylan, what were your thoughts going into this movie draft?
1: Yeah, so I'm incredibly nervous. Um, I've never done a draft (laughs) before, and um, I feel like I'm forgetting an insane amount of movies that have come out over the summer, so I feel like I'm going to listen back on this episode when it comes out, and it's just going to hit me while I'm listening that, oh, I forgot so-and-so or this so um, I hope it's not like that. I hope I make the right choices, but I'm happy to be here nonetheless.
0: Exactly. We will all regret choices we make, I'm sure. And we'll all maybe leave today's episode a little bit more angry at each other. Um, I know that if I were to choose a certain movie like that Olivia loves, she would be very upset and vice versa. There could be a little bit animosity leaving this episode where we're all friends. So we will keep it as uh, considerate as possible. That being said, Olivia, your first movie draft your first fantasy draft ever i think not even sports that so how correct. are you feeling going into this
2: yeah it is my first one but i'm really excited um <laughs> i'm a really competitive person so oh okay i'm like okay. really excited for this and um i can't wait to see what movies everybody picks and i hope we can Perfect. all remain friends after this
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure we will i'm sure we will now I want to go over very quickly how a movie draft works if you've never drafted in a fantasy sport before, whether that be fantasy football, fantasy baseball, basketball, what have you. Um, how this works for this particular theme of this draft, again, is summer blockbuster movies. What we qualified as a summer blockbuster, there is no you know, defined definition of a summer blockbuster, but we've defined it loosely here at House of Cinema as a movie that had to have come out between the months of may 1st and august 31st i think there's 31 days in august i'm not really sure but it had to come out between may and august that's one criteria this this, the movie had to meet okay so that that knocks out a lot of movies a lot of april movies a lot of movies september so had to come out between may and august another criteria the movie had to meet was that uh the movie had to have made over 100 million dollars at minimum on the domestic level, okay, only. So if it made over 100 between domestic and uh, worldwide, that does not count. It needs to make 100 million domestically alone to be considered a blockbuster by how we define it. Now, I don't know if other people can define it differently in you know, their podcast or, or the way they define it for different movies, I, I don't know. But this is how we're defining it for the sake of this draft. So now that we have how we define a summer blockbuster, we'll go into how the draft works. Like a fantasy sports draft where you draft you know, real-life players in positions, you know, let's give basketball, for example, you, you pick a point guard, a shooting guard, a small forward, power forward. Well, for a movie draft, we'll be drafting movies in categories. So the categories for this draft, we have to draft a movie that came out uh, in the following categories. A 70s, 80s movie, a 90s film, a 2000s film, a 2010s film, a horror blockbuster, a comedy musical blockbuster. Now, not, not a comedy musical combined, but comedy slash musical blockbuster. An animated slash kids film, and lastly, a superhero film. That is the roster that we have to fill to form our imaginary film teams. Now, let's set some ground rules. We had to set some ground rules because there are some very uh easy ways to break this draft if we didn't have any rules first rule one film per director and this is the quote-unquote spielberg rule because spielberg has a lot of movies coming out in the summer they're all bangers one film per director that's for the whole draft once you choose a film from that director you cannot choose any other film from that director's filmography second rule one film per pixar same thing Pixar, you could probably fit into a lot of different categories, but it's one Pixar film per the whole draft. Next rule, one per MCU. MCU has a ton of movies that come out in the summer. We cannot fill our whole roster with MCU films. Now, obviously, no MCU movies came out in the 90s or 70s and 80s, but a lot came out in 2000s, the 2010s. You can consider some MCU movies comedies. Uh, It could be quite crazy, one MCU movie. And the last rule for the draft, one movie per franchise. Again, this is kind of just no you know, multiple categories with Harry Potter movies or maybe you love all the Pirates movies, you want to list all of those. It's not going to work. So you get one movie per franchise. So once you choose a movie from a franchise, you can no longer choose any movie from that franchise for any other category. That being said, just to further explain how the draft works, let's say um, I want to draft a movie like... Um, Shrek. Now, Shrek could be considered multiple categories, right? It could fit my roster as an animated film. It could fit my roster as a 2000s film. It could fit my roster as a comedy film. It is up to us as the movie commissioners to make the decision of where that movie is going to go on our roster. So if I choose Shrek, I'm going to say I'm putting Shrek in my 2000s slot. That means I can no longer choose Shrek for any other roster spot. No one else can choose Shrek. It has been taken. That's that. So that's how the draft works. Any questions about the draft? Olivia, Dylan, any questions?
2: No questions. I spent a lot of time picking movies. So <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> no
0: questions. questions. I'm ready. All right. Ready. Let's do this. Now, before we started recording, we spun a wheel, a virtual internet wheel. And by the luck of the draw or I guess luck of the spin, our very own Olivia gets to go first in the draft. The draft order will snake, which means that it will go Olivia, and then myself, and then Dylan, and then Dylan will go again, and then myself, and then Olivia. and just keep going like that, snaking back and forth. So without further ado, to kick off the inaugural House of Cinema first movie draft ever, Olivia, do us the honors what is going pick one round one this is a huge moment this is the moment that people wait for in basketball and football this is like everybody's dream come true to become the first pick in a draft and not only are you giving the first pick in the draft olivia this is the first pick of this draft of the very first house of cinema draft a lot of pressure riding on this one whatever movie you choose here will go down in house of cinema history because it will be forever known as the first movie chosen in the very first draft. Now, with all of that said, all that pressure mounting, the clock has now turned to you. Olivia, tell us what is first pick of round one and why are you choosing that movie? Let's hear it.
2: Okay, um, I'm a little nervous (laughs) now. (laughs) Um, I really didn't expect to go first. That actually like, makes my position a little more challenging, because I could literally pick any movie, and there's some pretty great movies on here. That there being, are some
0: great movies on here.
2: That being said, this may sound, maybe to people who don't know me, like a really poor choice. <laughs> However, I feel like I have to do it, or else somebody's going to snake me and take it out <laughs> from under me, but... <laughs> I choose Shrek 2 for animated wow.
0: movies. Wow. All right. The the answer heard round the world. <laughs> Shrek 2, first round, first pick of the House of Cinema Summer Blockbuster Movie Draft. It's the very first choice by Olivia. Olivia, why are you choosing Shrek 2 as your very first choice for the animated uh, roster spot?
2: Well, quite simply put, it's a masterpiece. So I think it deserves it. It's a great movie. <laughs>
0: why is it better than shrek one though
2: why, why isn't is it a it masterpiece because it's it's a per- it is a perfect movie <laughs> a perfect movie it's perfect i will say in every way
1: i i really like that scene in shrek 2 where shrek and the gang it's when shrek's a human uh they're on like the shrek shrekified cops And it's all like medieval version. (laughs) And uh, I think um, they get instead of getting pepper sprayed, they get fresh ground pepper. Fresh ground pepper, yeah. That's that was really clever. I I have to say, the little details
2: like that that make Shrek Two. I didn't pick up on it
1: when I was a kid.
0: I definitely didn't pick up on it either. Uh, There are a lot of clever moments in Shrek Two. I will give you that. I cannot believe that House of Cinema's very first movie draft. And the movie went to Shrek 2. I, I can't. It just, like, it blows my mind. That is, in basketball terms, I'd be like, you're ignoring the top guy in, like, the best college of all the states, you know? And you chose, like, the 20th best guy in all of the colleges. But, hey, this is your team, Olivia. You know, this is going to go on the social medias. We're going to be posting this. And, like, here are all the teams. And people are going to look in at Olivia's. I'm like, oh, okay. Shrek 2. Well, first I pick. hope
2: people like Shrek 2 <laughs> as they should.
0: <laughs> as not they not should. following. Okay. It does have a following. It for sure it does. does. There's a it lot sure of strong
1: Shrek 2 fans out there. They they're out there.
0: Well, we now have uh, pick one in the books of round one. Moves to me for pick two of round one. I'm really glad Olivia went first. I'm not gonna lie, because I had a feeling she's gonna pick Shrek 2, and I was like, okay, it's a weird pick, and it's a fine pick. But I know she's not gonna choose the movie. I'm gonna choose. And I was kind of nervous but like oh man if Dylan gets first pick he's going to maybe choose movie I want to choose and I'm going to know. upset with him I didn't I didn't know but now it doesn't matter because I am the second pick in this round and easily my first pick for my summer blockbuster draft in my roster filling it at the 70s 80s spot is going to be jaws Uh, I think that when it comes to summer blockbuster movies, there is no better movie in the entire world than Jaws. It basically coined the term blockbuster. Uh, I mean, I think that when people think of blockbuster, it automatically is just connected to Jaws. Um, Not only is Jaws just an insane movie in terms of how much money it made, uh, to me, it's a perfect movie. I can rewatch it over and over and over. I think it's flawless and i'm so happy olivia didn't choose it for her first pick so i
2: knew you were going to choose jaws and i think i know what dylan's gonna choose first to be completely really honest
0: oh interesting interesting i don't know what dylan's gonna choose i have a feeling i know that being said dylan moving to you third pick of round one what are you choosing
1: I mean, I just want to say, I think it's kind of funny how all our first picks are our current Zoom backgrounds. Oh, (laughs) yeah, it's true. Uh, Big giveaway right there. And when you said that you were afraid I was going to take your pick, I got scared that you were going to take my pick, and I'm so glad you picked Jaws. Not to, like, say Jaws is bad. Jaws is absolutely amazing, but that is not the pick I was going to make. Okay. Uh, and I have, I'm going to stay in the 70s and 80s category, because it's also the category I want to start off with. Uh, I'm going to go with The Empire Strikes Back.
0: Excellent choice. Why we choose an empire?
1: Well, first of all, it's by far my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. I know that's a bit basic to say, because it's a lot of people's favorites. But um, it was the movie that, to me, that, like, one, got me into Star Wars as much as I was. And also... It's just a strong nostalgic connection to it. I mean, you can't tell me that the reveal of Vader being Luke's father isn't one of, if not the greatest twist in cinematic history, in my yeah. belief. It's okay. So it's okay. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, you didn't hurt my it feelings is, it just is,
0: there. It is. It, um, fair. So, it's fair. Yeah. I mean, I can't really knock you for choosing *Strikes* Empire Strikes Back at all. I mean, it's definitely one of the best movies of all time, people would argue. It's my favorite Star Wars movie as
1: well. I could just watch it all the time, never get bored watching it. It's just got a lot of meaning to me. So I had to choose it uh, for 70s and 80s. And it's also my choice for my Star Wars movie. So now that's off the
0: table. Yeah, you get no more Star Wars picks. Olivia, your thoughts on Dylan's pick for Empire Strikes Back?
2: Oh, it was totally expected. I knew knew Dylan was going to choose that 100%. (laughs) Does not surprise me.
0: All right, do you yeah, agree I'm, with it? I'm smiling.
2: Yeah, I agree with it. I think it's I think it's a good pick. It was on my short list. It's so. oh,
0: not better than Shrek 2, though. So, yeah. No,
2: no you way.
1: <laughs> I gotta say that compared to Shrek 2, this movie, Empire is like a really small movie. <laughs> yeah, know,
2: small scale.
1: Doesn't have the recognition, Shrek
2: 2. No, no cultural impact at all. Oh,
0: wow. This is gonna be an amazing draft, I can tell. Well, Dylan, we're back to you. It's Snakes. Wow. Round two, okay. pick one. What are you choosing for your second pick of the draft?
1: I'm going to go in order of the decades. I'm going to go 90s next. going to take advantage of that because there is a certain movie that I want to steal from the 90s category. Oh, here we go. I'm going to go with Terminator 2.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay. T2. Let's hear your reasonings behind T2.
1: I mean, I could really gush about it for a very long time, but I'm just going to go out and simply say... I think it's probably the best action movie of all time. I I genuinely believe that. At least top three.
0: That's fair. I don't think that's a, a terrible choice at all. I like T2 a lot. What are your thoughts? T2 versus T1. Are you more of a T2 fan?
1: I am so much more of a Terminator 2 fan. In fact, I watched the first Terminator and didn't really love it. You know, I went back years later and watched it and found a new appreciation for it. You know, I was probably a little too young when I first watched it, so I don't think I was able to fully appreciate it. I probably thought it was too slow, because I probably watched it when I was 15. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, years later, I came to really appreciate it. But Terminator 2, from when I was 15 years old to now, has always stuck out to me as, like, this amazing action movie. And I think it's honestly the last great Terminator film.
0: Yeah, unfortunately it is. I agree. I I liked uh what was the last one even called? i guess i didn't like it that much dark it fate? was
1: uh, yeah fate? dark fate
0: is it dark fate okay
1: i didn't even see it to be honest
0: i like parts of it um i think canonically it is technically the sequel to t2 which is really interesting that they just retconned everything after t2 and just like all right we let's pretend that never happened and we'll just do this movie as the sequel um it, there's things i like about it a lot And then there's things I don't like about it. But uh, T2 is an excellent choice. I I agree with everything you said. A fantastic action movie. I also prefer it over T1. Not to say T1's bad. I do love T1. Not at all. Good choice. Okay, so Dylan, your roster so far, Empire Strikes Back, and T2, your 70s, 80s slot, and your 90s slot have been taken. We're at me now. I'm going to skip around a little bit. I'm not going 90s. I'm going straight to horror here. For my horror choice in this draft... I'm choosing The Sixth Sense. Might be surprising, but to me, and this kind of maybe counter-picks or counteracts what Dylan mentioned about twists earlier, but Sixth Sense to me is probably one of the best twists, if not the best twists of all time. Um, a twist that's been so obviously memed and parodied that I think that because it's been memed and parodied so much, a lot of us tend to forget the, the impact or its significance on on people when they first saw it but this was was just so masterfully done that i still am just shocked by how perfect it is a movie that is not too scary and i love i love scary films but it's not too scary but it has just enough of the scary factor in this movie that i I just I, i can watch it over and over again uh probably one of the top five top three maybe the best child performances of all time um Tony Collette nominated for an Oscar for this movie that a lot of us tend to forget that she was nominated I know Shyamalan himself maybe also kind of a meme king uh we you know we all kind of tease him for his movies now I was really between this and and signs for me um uh, but I'm sticking with the OG the sixth sense movie that I I still love to this day and that's going in my horror slot a movie that I couldn't even believe came out in the summer but it did it feels like it would totally be like an October November release but it was a summer release that's my choice for the horror roster spot. Any thoughts on Sixth Sense, Olivia?
2: I think that's a good choice. I think I might have chosen that movie for that <laughs> category if okay, I had the okay. opportunity. So, I purposely went,
0: skipped around to to block people because I know it's going to get kind of going to get kind of close at the end over here, so I'm trying to skip around a little bit. Dylan, thoughts on The Sixth Sense?
1: Yeah, I love The Sixth Sense. It's amazing and Just Like You, it's one of those first movies that truly blew my mind. Like, I was not—I was also pretty young when I saw that movie. I had not had it spoiled for me. Um, So I went in knowing nothing about it, really, and I was completely shocked by the ending. And it was that kind of movie that I had to go watch the next day, and I picked up on so many more things uh, than I did the first time because I wasn't looking in all the right places. Uh, on in during the first time, so yeah, I I love that movie just for its twist, but there's other amazing things about it too, like you said, Haley Joel Osment is amazing in it, and uh, I think Bruce Willis gives an amazing performance. You oh know? yeah, oh yeah. I can't remember the last time I was truly moved by a Bruce Willis performance. Uh, to be fair, I haven't really seen him in a movie for a long time, uh, at least a blockbuster. So that's, like, a uh, Bruce Willis performance that I would say is up there with, like, movies like Die Hard. Um, so, yeah, great movie. I actually used to live near M. Night uh, Shyamalan. Uh, oh, weird. Yeah, it's, he lives in Pennsylvania, which is not a place you'd expect him to live. But, uh, yeah, he lived, like, about 15 minutes away from me, and I actually took, like, an SAT class with his daughter. So, oh, uh, cool! Cool Yeah, story. I like walked past him one time, and I wanted to be like, "I love The Sixth Sense," but I, I, fr- I freaked out. I didn't want to say it. So, I'm it sure is what he it would is. have
0: uh, appreciated it. But I'm sure he also appreciated you just treating him like a normal human being. So, yeah, didn't want to nice like
1: corner him or anything like that.
0: So. <laughs> it was just cool to walk by him. Very cool. Very cool. All right, Olivia, we are finally back to you. Yay! Round two, your pick for the final round, for the final choice of round two. What is it going to be?
2: I will be choosing a movie from the 2000s.
0: Oh, okay. Yep.
2: Okay. And I will be choosing *Inglorious Bastards.
0: Wow. I did not expect this. Let's hear. I just need to hear everything. Explain it. Why are you choosing it in your 2000 spot? What about it do you love? Let's hear it.
2: Well, *Inglorious Bastards* is probably one of my all-time favorite movies, to be completely honest. Like, it's for sure always going to be in my top 10, I think, unless I see, like, 10 more really, really good movies or something. But <laughs> I love it so much. I think the acting is great. Christoph Waltz in that movie is one of my top performances from anyone ever, to be honest. Um, I feel like when I watched it, it was one of the first movies of that genre that I saw. And... It just blew me away. I loved every minute of it. I loved the suspense that it created. Um, I just loved the plot. Everything about it, it's one of my favorite movies. So that is why I chose it for the coveted spot of my 2000s pick.
0: All right. A movie that a lot of people may not associate as a summer blockbuster, but came out August 21st of 2009, made $321 million. It definitely fits the criteria of being a summer blockbuster. Dylan, I saw your reaction when Olivia chose it. What are your thoughts on the movie? But more importantly, what are your thoughts on Olivia's choice?
1: <laughs> uh Joe, uh, I'm a little bitter. I got to be honest. I love me some IB, you know, yeah? and Glorious okay. Bastards. It's, it's probably, <laughs> I'd say, my favorite Tarantino movie as same, well. Same, same. Yeah. yeah. So I I would have loved to have nabbed that for my team, but you know I respect Olivia's passion for Inglorious Bastards as well. Thank you. I know she's just as big a fan as I am. So it's in the right hands, and okay. even though I'm a little hurt by it, I have <laughs> I have a few movies up my sleeve. So you know uh, it's not the end of the day. There are some other strong movies in the 2000s. So uh, I think we're gonna be fine. Okay. How do you feel about it?
0: I'm surprised. It also is my favorite Tarantino movie, which is funny. I'm glad it's all of our favorite Tarantino movie. I, I thought it was just going to be like a, a movie that was going to be a sleeper that no one is going to recognize. And I was like, oh, I totally pick this up. Like very last choice. And no, Olivia just nagged, nabbed it at the end of round two. As soon as so I saw it, surprised. my eyes
2: lit up. I knew. Wow. It. I'm, like, I'm wow. choosing that one.
0: <laughs> I was very surprised, but you know. I'm glad that you love it because I love it as well. There's a lot to love about that movie. Um, I think Dylan was being a little bit too nice. I saw his reaction on Zoom and he was a lot more angry than he uh, portrayed himself to be. Let's just say that. quietly
1: has a meltdown in his own head.
0: <laughs> he actually slammed the table and then
1: it was like it's, throwing paper. It's like that scene in on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where Rick Dalton's freaking yeah. out in his trailer. And it's like, you're embarrassing yourself exactly exactly so
0: yeah definitely going on in my head but i'm keeping it cool keeping it cool okay olivia going to your round three now your inglorious bastard spot is taken for 2000s and your roster for animated film is taken by shrek you have a lot more to go what are you choosing for your first pick of round three
2: okay this may make people mad Uh i I don't Uh know it is for (laughs) the 2010 (laughs) slot
0: okay here we go
2: and I will be choosing Inception.
1: They say we only use a fraction of our brain's true potential. Now, that's when we're awake. When we're asleep, our mind can do almost anything. Such as? Well, imagine you're designing a building, right? You consciously create each aspect. But sometimes it feels like it's almost creating itself, if you know what I mean. Yeah,
0: yeah like I'm discovering it.
1: Genuine inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. Now, in a dream, our mind continuously does this. We create and perceive our world simultaneously, and our mind does this so well that we don't even know what's happening. That allows us to get right in the middle of that process. How? By taking over the creating part. Now this is where I need you. You create the world of the dream. We bring the subject into that dream, and they fill it with their subconscious
0: wow and dylan walks off camera uh and he has now left the podcast uh i think (laughs) indefinitely he no longer wants to uh, participate wow inception this was a big one this was a really big one i i was maybe thinking about taking it on mine i thought maybe it would table back to me it did not
2: did not unfortunately
0: olivia let's hear why you chose inception and um, then we'll hear from Dylan, who is uh, a little bit uh, emotionally distressed right now. So go ahead. Let's hear it.
2: Um, I chose Inception because it is my favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Probably. And, um, probably? I, just,
0: <laughs> I love it. You know what you should have said, Olivia? I was like, I don't really like this movie, but I know Dylan it. I just loves wanted it. to take it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it is my favorite Christopher Nolan movie for sure. Whatever. And, and I... I love movies where you're kind of left guessing and you're trying to figure out what's going on alongside the characters, kind of. And that movie does this well. I love the concept of it. I think it's a super cool movie and I've watched it countless amount of times. And every time I watch it again, I love it. Just the same. Okay.
0: Dylan, you walked off the screen when Olivia chose Inception. You're back now sitting down collecting your thoughts and feelings. Tell the Uh, listeners, uh, what's going through your head right now?
1: I just really needed to blow off uh, some steam. (laughs) Needed to do some laps around the uh, living room. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Inception is not only my favorite Christopher Nolan movie as well. It's one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. Oh. Uh, So this one hurts. This one cuts deep even more so than your last pick, Olivia, and Glorious Bastards. That. It's a, it's a, it's devastating. It's I'm I'm not even gonna try to play it cool this time. It's absolutely devastating.
2: I feel bad now.
0: No trades are allowed in this draft. I, I mean, I know in real sports you get some trades. Unfortunately for the movie draft, there will be no trades. No trades. Olivia has Inception, and Dylan will have to fall back on whatever backup plan he had. Hopefully, he had something.
1: It's gonna be um. Gonna be a bit of a mess, but I think I could still <laughs> clean it up, get back okay. in the game with a strong team, you know. I was really counting on inception, but it's 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 okay. It's okay. It's okay.
0: We can we can do it. All right, we're going on to me next. I have some really tough choices to make here, I'm not gonna lie. I've had made assumptions earlier. Oh yeah, this movie will still be on here, and so far Olivia has taken one and Dylan has taken one. So now I have to like think strategically here. For my pick in round three. It's going in the animated slash kids roster spot. And I am choosing the Lion King.
1: Look, Simba. Everything the light touches is our kingdom.
2: Wow. A king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day, Simba, the sun will set on
1: my time here and will rise with you as the new king.
0: And this will
2: all be mine? Everything. touches
0: now i think it's pretty obvious why i'm choosing the lion king it might be the best animated movie of like all time arguably so arguably so not choosing a pixar movie as you notice i might save that for a different category but i mean the lion king in terms of like classic disney films you know the old animated art style a lot of people might say it's overrated I don't know. I just feel like no matter what Lion King, it always comes down to, it has everything. It has the best soundtrack, the best voice acting, just a, an amazing story, beautiful animation. Animation. I, I don't know if there's a single flaw with the Lion King. It is crazy to me it was a summer movie, but I guess that makes complete sense. came out in June of 94, made a shit ton of money. It is... Uh, obviously very nostalgic for someone like me who was prime age for this film in 94 i'm four years old i'm like all in on the lion king parents had the soundtrack uh played it for me everywhere i'm sure they hate the movie because i listen to the soundtrack so much but i love it uh i don't know i mean is there anything that hasn't been said at the lion king i mean it's to me a perfect animated film Let's go to Olivia first, because clearly she thought Shrek is uh, a a much better choice. So let's hear from Olivia first. Thoughts on The Lion King.
2: I love The Lion King. I was obsessed with The Lion King as a child. Um, I like Lion King clothes and stuff. And (laughs) my parents took me to see The Lion King musical.
0: Oh, it's excellent.
2: Um, Amazing. So fun. I love that movie. I actually haven't watched it in quite a while, to be honest, but it was actually going to be one of my choices for a different category. So I'm oh, a little bit upset that you took ah, it.
0: I, it, might, it might have been, I know a category that might have been in, but okay. I'm glad I, I was able to steal that one away. Dylan, I saw your head shaking earlier when I said it might be the best animated film of all time. You were Sorry, shaking Sorry, that spot your head. goes to Shrek too. Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> Oops. My bad. Uh, Dylan, your thoughts on Lion King? And if it's not the best animated movie of all time, what even rivals it?
1: Don't get me wrong. I'm not a Lion King hater. I definitely think it's an, um, an incredible of We, we kind of have a theme movie.
0: going on in this podcast where Dylan likes to preface something like, I'm not a Thanos sympathizer, but, or, uh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm team, not Iron team Iron Man, Man but. <laughs> so we got another one this week. I don't hate the Lion King, but. So there's, okay. no there okay, there's no buts. There's no buts. I'm not,
1: I, I like the Lion King. It's not my favorite, you know, animated movie. But I have no disses for it. I have no hatred for it. I think it's a great movie. Definitely one of the best of the 90s. Um, I remember the marketing campaign for it. Even though I wasn't even born in 94, I was born in 96. But I still remember commercials for it. Um, And I love that movie. Yeah, the soundtrack, killer. The animation, killer. Everything about that movie is an absolute bop. I think, you know, you can't go wrong with The Lion King. So props to you. It's not my favorite, but I'm glad you got it because I know you had a lot of appreciation for it.
0: Perfect. I'm curious, though, at the top of your head, is there what movie rivals it? If it's not the best animated movie of all time, what rivals it?
1: I think there's a lot of Pixar movies that rival Mm. uh, The Lion King. I mean, if we're talking 2D animation, then, you know, maybe it is definitely the best. But I think there's a lot of animated Pixar movies that have a lot of... uh, Okay. A lot of uh, argument for my top spot.
0: Yeah, no, that's totally fair. I totally agree with you on that. That's why I've kind of not chosen a Pixar movie for my animated, because I might throw into a different category. We'll see. We'll see. That leads us to you, Dylan, for your pick in round three. What are you choosing for your round three choice?
1: So I'm going to continue going uh, chronological order. going to go with 2000s movies. And I'm gonna go. Uh, this is my backup for Inception. I think it's just as good, if not better. But you know, Inception is obviously my personal favorite. But there's definitely an argument for saying this movie has a bigger impact uh, on the world as a whole, and that would be Christopher Nolan's The Dark.
0: Where are they? Killing is making a choice. Where are they? There's between one
2: life or the other. A friend the district attorney, or his blushing bride to be
0: <laughs> You have nothing,
2: nothing to threaten me with, nothing to do with all your strength.
0: Don't worry, I'm going to tell you where they are, both of them, and that's the point. You'll have
1: to choose. He's at 250 52nd Street. And
2: she's uh, on Avenue Wax at Cicero.
0: It was just a matter of time until The Dark Knight was going to be chosen. Comes out July 18th, 2008, so it fits perfectly in your 2000s roster spot. I mean, we all know what The Dark Knight is. We know how good it is. Dylan, what do you want to add to that, and why are you choosing it?
1: I just remember going to see it in theaters and being so shook after I saw that movie. It was unlike anything I had ever seen before. And, you know, I've seen a lot of people that have turned on the movie, that call it overrated, that call it not that good, you know. A lot of people are like, oh, there are other movies in the Nolan trilogy that are better. I highly disagree. I think the best of the best is The Dark Knight. Maybe those movies would be better, but those other movies do not have Heath Ledger, who gives what I think is the greatest live-action Joker performance of all time. I think he deserved it no matter what he earned that Oscar, and I think that's what made this movie such a classic. It's going to continue to be a classic because of his performance, and obviously there's other great parts of the movie as well, but you really can't say one bad thing about Heath Ledger's performance. It's, in my opinion, flawless.
0: Any movie that gains the amount of acclaim that The Dark Knight have gained, there's going to be people who say it's overrated, there are going to be people out there who say it's bad, but... I think when you take a step back and you take out maybe bias or you know uh, subjectivity, objectively speaking, it's, it's uh, a pretty flawless film. Um, so it's a, an excellent choice for the 2000s. Interesting that you chose it for your roster spot in the 2000s rather than your roster spot for a superhero film. But I guess we'll find out more from you later on that. Great choice. Olivia, any thoughts on The Dark Knight before we move on?
2: Well... You know, we only get one movie per director. So I was really going back and forth in my head if I wanted to choose The Dark Knight or Inception. Ultimately, I chose Inception, but The Dark Knight was on my list for both 2000, uh, it was 2010s movies and superhero movies because I think it's a fantastic choice for both. Okay. Okay.
0: Perfect. It is the one director rule is in place. So Dylan no more James Cameron movies and no more Christopher Nolan movies. And Olivia, no more Tarantino totally movies and no more Nolan movies. And whoever directed Shrek 2, no more Shrek 2 director movies. No more Shrek all. movies. Olivia, no more Shrek movies
2: at all. Shrek 3, Shrek
1: 4.
0: Yeah, Shrek, the unreleased Shrek 5, which maybe you know some things about that we don't. Can't choose that release, one either. <laughs> release
1: the Shrek 5
0: cut. Dylan, we're going to round four, pick one. Back to you. Where are we going? I'm going to
1: switch it up. I'm going to go with a comedy. And this actually solves a problem that I was having because I wasn't sure what movie to go with for the 2000 spot. But now I've totally figured out I could choose this other movie for my comedy spot. I'm going with the
0: very classic Superbad. Let's hear your Superbad conversation before I put my Superbad opinion in. another know the movie that doesn't scream blockbuster, but I mean, hey, came out. In the summer, and made a lot of money considering it was an R-rated comedy film.
1: So, first of all, I'm I'm very aware that you are not the biggest bad fan. <laughs> I don't think you're a hater, but I, I don't think it's in your top 10 or top 20, to be honest, Correct. at correct. all. So, you know, totally respect that. It's not a movie for everyone. Uh, on some rewatches, there's some humor that I actually think is not aged too well, so... Honestly, I got to say the movie has flaws over the years I've watched it, and I'm probably going to get a, la- a lot of flack for saying that. A lot of people don't like criticism of popular things, and I want people to know that just because I'm slightly criticizing the movie for some dated jokes doesn't mean I hate the movie. I just chose it for my spot, so I mm-hmm. clearly still love it. But, you know, I-, I get why it's not, you know, everyone's number one comedy is is what I'm saying. But at the same time... I remember when I was whenever Superbad came out, was it 2007, 2008? Basically, I wasn't old enough to see the movie, but I remember seeing the trailer in theaters, the age appropriate trailer, of course.
0: <laughs> sure, sure.
1: But but I remember the entire theater, you know, laughing at the trailer, at all the jokes. And, you know, I even saw my parents laugh cuz you know, we were probably seeing like a family comedy or something that Just so happened to have a super bad trailer for it. Uh, But I remember being like, huh, that movie looks interesting. And then like a few years later, I found it on DVD and I watched it and I found it hilarious. It was like a huge movie for me during high school. Like it is for probably a lot of people going through high school who watch that movie for a first time. I think a lot of people can find it relatable in certain Circumstances, especially with the awkwardness factor some people face in high school, I remember being awkward myself in high school, so you know, it's very much a film I connected to, not 100 percent, but I had a lot of fun with it. It's a movie I can quote 100 percent. I know almost every line. So it is one of my favorite comedies. I'm not ashamed about it, uh, but I understand why you yourself are not a fan, Joe.
0: I don't think I'm not not a fan. It's a movie that definitely gets a lot of love. I think it just, as I got older, my love for it has kind of decreased. Not to say it's bad. I just don't think, I think I've just kind of moved on from that type of comedy, maybe. When it came out, like you said, it was kind of a phenomenon. It came out in the prime of my life. 2007, I was 17 years old. I was like, I'm seeing super bad. Everybody saw it when I was that age. I had to see it. I loved it when I saw it. Still very funny to this day. So I don't hate it, but it's still not my favorite Olivia, any super bad thoughts?
2: I'm not really a fan of Superbad, to be completely Ooh. honest. Or maybe Olivia I... will take all the flack this episode, not me. <laughs> I personally just, like, don't enjoy it at all. Like
1: That's very fair.
2: I don't know. It's just really not my type of movie. Like, I like a lot of kind of slapstick, goofy movies. Don't get me wrong. But I just think there's a lot of movies that are a lot funnier than Superbad that fall in the same category. So it's just really not my favorite. It doesn't really make me laugh out loud at all. I just feel like awkward the whole time. And like not in like a good, oh, this is an awkward movie wow. kind of way. Okay. Well,
0: moving on, I am the next choice. I've been sitting here having this internal battle over what to choose. My heart says to go one direction. My brain says choose this. It'll make Olivia mad. It'll make Dylan maybe a little mad. It's the right choice. But is it the right choice for me to win? Because that's the old you know, that's the other thing I think of. When we post our results on social media. Are they going to vote for me if I choose this movie? I have to choose the right movie. I'm torn. But for the 2010 slot, I am choosing Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, Hallows Part 2. I think that this might upset Olivia a little bit, who is uh, yes. struggling right now on, <laughs> on the Zoom. Um, what is there to say about Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2? I mean, it's the conclusion of a franchise that we had watched, all of us, from a very young age, a franchise that we had read from a very young age. And to me, it actually concludes very well. I mean, I, just, I don't really have any complaints. I mean, sure, you could spend hours, you know, complaining about the book to the adaptation process, and they left this out, left this out. But I think as an adaptation, as a conclusion to a really long saga, I loved it. I am very happy with it. It's really fun to watch. It's exciting. It's emotional. It has everything you want. And I can't help but just love the the finale to this saga. That's why I've chosen it in my 2010 spot. Let's turn to Olivia first. Your thoughts, your feelings on my choice of Deathly Hallows Part 2
2: very good choice if i <laughs> if i had a second choice i would have chosen it i was going back and forth i was having an internal battle between <laughs> that and inception and ultimately i came to the conclusion with the audience that we will probably reach more people will probably vote for inception now i could be totally wrong on that one but i'm hoping that my decision pays off but i completely agree with you i think it's an amazing movie i love it i I just think it's such a fantastic end to all of the movies. Um, Snape, Snape's redemption scene scene gets me every single time. (laughs) After all this time, always. Oh, the tears. The tears, the tears. So sad. There's a lot of great Um, moments
0: in this movie, for sure.
2: Yeah, I love it. So good choice, I guess. Thank you. Thank you. All right.
0: (laughs) Well, perfectly turning to you. You're the last pick in round four. Currently you the the roster spots you have open 70s, 80s, 90s, horror, comedy, musical and superhero. So where are you going?
2: I'm having a bit of a struggle because <laughs> Just um, choose Man of little, Steel. I know you want to
0: choose Man a of Steel. Stressed. Let's, no, let's never. Just move on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anything but Man of Steel. Um I think I'm going to move into the superhero wow. section. Wow.
0: Our first superhero pick of the draft, okay?
2: And unfortunately, I would have chosen The Dark Knight if I hadn't have chosen Inception. Okay. But I will choose Spider-Man 2.
0: Wow. Excellent choice. I was really, really banking on this one for my next pick. Um, you've taken it. I think Dylan may have been saving that for his superhero pick. I mean, we know he's a Spider-Man fan. He's sitting here on the Zoom call with the Spider-Man I'm really shirt. I'm sorry,
2: Dylan. I... <laughs>
0: um, it feels like Olivia might be out to get Dylan a little bit could be wrong uh olivia explain yourself
2: as far as the spider-man movies go it's definitely my favorite spider-man movie um i think it's i think it fits the kind of summertime blockbuster vibe i definitely think of spider-man 2 when i think of summer blockbuster um And as far as superhero movies as a whole go, I think that Spider-Man is a character that a lot of people love, and I think maybe you guys might pick MCU movies, who knows, but I think more people are into spider-man the older spider-man movies than maybe the mcu as a whole who Ah, knows i guess we'll see
0: that's Olivia's strategy here she's choosing movies that people will vote for her on okay yes olivia wants to win i also like them
2: though (laughs) (laughs) okay okay i'm competitive what can i say
0: um all right that wraps up round four we are officially at halftime olivia start us off round five got a couple more to go where are you going
2: I forgot I got to go again so soon.
0: I'm um, <laughs> back on the clock.
2: Um. Okay, for 90s movies.
0: 90s movies. Here we go. Olivia's choice is?
2: Well, it would have been Lion King if somebody hadn't have picked that. Mm. Who is but that I will be choosing Forrest Gump. Forrest
0: Gump. Wow. I legitimately didn't think anybody was going to choose this movie at all. Yet we're here. Olivia's Chosen yep. Forrest Gump. That's We're here.
2: Your... You know what? I think it's just a very classic movie. You know? I think a lot of people consider Forrest Gump... It's a solid movie. It's a movie that I have watched, like, many times. And, like, I've seen, like, the first half one time, the second half another. I feel like it's just on a lot. Um, I've seen it many times. I feel like like there's icon- like a lot of iconic moments from it that a lot of people talk about. Like, run, Forrest, run.
0: What was that? What was that quote? One more time.
2: <laughs> For those who missed it, it's "Run, Forrest, Run."
0: That is spot on to how Jenny said it in the movie. <laughs> Excellently said.
2: I've got to say, I've got to say that it's like it's not one of my favorites. But in terms of '90s summer blockbuster movies, there's not a ton that really resonate with me that I'm like, "Oh, I love I this movie right I here." I <clears throat> Unfortunately, I have a confession to make. Uh oh. Um I've never seen a oh, single what? Jurassic Park movie in my life so I'd feel inauthentic choosing Jurassic Park because um, I haven't seen it. Um
0: we'll just have to like bleep this part out of the podcast and then people so, can like I don't know never hear that ever again.
1: Olivia <laughs> this is like a TikTok series waiting to be made. Watching it. It's on the list. It is. It's coming.
0: Wow. I'm going to do, do
2: it. Heard it here, here first.
0: Okay i need to like wrap my head around that one for a second it is my turn in round five i have 90s left 2000s left comedy slash musical and superhero boy this is tough i'm gonna go an interesting route here i'm not gonna lie this might surprise some of you guys but in the 90s spot i am going independence day you
1: will once again be fighting for our freedom Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution. But from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live. To exist. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night, we will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate
2: our Independence Day.
0: Really, not much to say about Independence Day besides the fact that it's Independence Day, where, uh, you know, we fight off aliens to protect our precious planet. But it was between Independence Day. And uh, you guys both have 90s picks, so I can say my other choice. It's between Independence Day and Men in Black. And I love Men in Black a lot. It's probably maybe personally my favorite, uh, like, Will Smith's summer blockbuster movie of the 90s. But Independence Day just takes the edge because it's just so iconic. It was a phenomenon when it came out. And I've seen it, like Jaws, watch it every year, every July. It's on TV, like, 24-7, basically. It is... A ridiculous movie. It's so ridiculous and over the top, but it has an all-star performance by Will Smith, an all-star performance by Jeff Goldblum, an all-star performance by Bill Pullman. It is just off the rails crazy, and I love every single second of it. It screams blockbuster. Like, Jaws screams blockbuster, but then when you get back to the 90s, it's like Independence Day is, to me, the blockbuster of the 90s. It is just such a huge movie. Thoughts on Independence Day... Dylan, turning to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, we had a conversation about this the other night. Uh, I think it's an amazing movie. I think it's one of those, like what you said about Forrest Gump, one of those classic American films that will always be in America's history as being like one of those big blockbusters of the 90s. So I think it's a great choice. It's not one of my favorites.
0: Uh, Whoa. You know I'm sorry. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to bleep that part out too. going to um, bleep out Olivia's Jurassic on, Park statement?
1: <laughs> if you go on Rotten Tomatoes, you will see Independence Day doesn't have that high of a score. <laughs> Excellent. I'm just point. kidding. Excellent. No, point. no, no, no. It's it definitely doesn't deserve that sc- that score for its impact alone, in my opinion. Definitely is like one of those Rotten Tomatoes movies where it's like, huh, that would I expected that one to be higher.
0: Fair. That's very fair. I mean, it's not like. In terms of objectivity, maybe it's not the best movie of all time. It's just I wouldn't put
1: it, it's not like in the nineties ninetieth percentile or like in maybe in the low eighties. I feel like the low eighties would be appropriate.
0: I agree. I agree. Okay, Dylan, going to you. Last pick of round five. You have left two twenty tens, horror and superhero and animated. Where are you going?
1: Yeah, so I think the two categories I'm having the toughest time making up my mind about right now. And uh, sorry to put a dig at you, Olivia. You kind of threw off Ooh. all my plans by I'm picking sorry. Spider-Man 2. <laughs> you know, I was really banking on Spider-Man 2. So superhero I knew it. genre. I knew it. Is, uh, yeah. It's a little messy right now, I bet.
0: I'm going to have to do some thinking of. So, so you're choosing... Man of Steel. Is that what you're telling me? You're choosing Man of Steel right now. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm pretty definitely pretty not a Man best. of Steel fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I'm going to go with the two categories. I know for sure. I'm going to, since I have two turn, turns, I believe, right?
0: Yep. You do. You go back to back.
1: Cool. So I'm going to go with horror and animation. And so, horror, I'm going to pick the, it's another classic movie that you know, a lot of people love. There's a lot to say about it. It's Ridley Scott's alien
0: okay okay i see that you couldn't go aliens because you already had james cameron choice so you went Alien. okay both are
1: i would say those it's one of those rare examples where both the first movie and the second movie are just as good for different reasons but just as good
0: okay and your animated choice and my
1: animated choice i feel like i might upset you a little bit joe i'm really Uh sorry uh-oh. But you had your chance, man. I, like I had, had a lot of chances. the animation <laughs> category right in your hands, and you skipped it. I'm going with Toy Story 3.
0: Oh, okay. This is good. This is good. I was saving it, but okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, not much to say. It's a great choice. I'm it's sorry. Probably, I'm... It's probably the second best pick on here, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, sorry, I had the Shrek that. 2 lover over there. What are your thoughts? Uh, let's hear your thoughts on Toy Story 3. And your choice for that roster spot.
1: So, yeah, Toy Story 3 is one of those movies that I feel like everyone can, like, get on board with saying it's great. You oh, yeah. Know? I I, oh, yeah. I don't think I've met one person who said Toy Story 3 isn't good. You know, I've heard people say, oh, you know, it's not my favorite, but it's amazing. You know, I've never heard someone be like, bad movie. We'll never watch it again. Um, No, it's a top tier Pixar movie. I'd say it's one of their best, if not their best sequel of all time. You know, I think Pixar kind of lacks in the sequel department. It's one of those things where I'd rather not have it. You know, I liked Finding Dory. I liked The Incredibles 2. I even liked Monsters University. But there's no beating the first one of those movies. But Toy Story is one of those rare examples where the first, the second, and the third are all great movies in their own right. They all stand on their own and... Any of them would be great as your first, second, and third choice, and you know, Toy Story Four is around now, but I don't really count that as a Toy Story movie. We could talk about that another time, but yeah, Toy Story fair. Three. I just think you know, it's one of those movies that you can't help but watch, smile, laugh, have some good times, maybe cry a little bit, uh, oh yeah, and, just ha- oh, and have yeah, just just have an experience and walk away, just being like, wow, I feel like my life changed.
0: Okay wow great choice great choice that brings the second choice of round six to me this is tough this is really tough for me i'm not gonna lie i'm like staring at this list of movies i'm like what do i pick 2000s comedy musical i'm having a hard time choosing a movie i'm gonna choose a weird one though here i'm not gonna lie this might throw some people off i don't know if i'm gonna make some people mad some people happy i'm trying to think of the audience too i'm like what do people want me to pick i think i have to just play a little bit more strategic here and choose a 2000s movie that's gonna get you know get me some votes i think so my choice for the 2000s is gonna be pirates of the caribbean and the curse of the black pearl that's got to be the best part i've ever seen
1: so it would seem
2: a great
0: choice
1: can't believe that wasn't taken yet
0: i can't believe it wasn't taken either i was like looking like has anybody taken pirates of caribbean no is it wait first of all is it caribbean or caribbean what's the right Um, way to say it
1: you know that's one of those age-old questions where i feel like (laughs) no matter what you say there's gonna be someone being like actually it's so you know i i don't think it's a safe bet to take one side or the other it's i'm gonna say either
0: is fine for now olivia caribbean or caribbean
2: when I refer to the movies, I say Caribbean. But ah. when I refer to the region outside of the movies, I say oh, Caribbean. Okay.
0: So, okay. I like that. It's that's I like It's a good, it's like a, it's like a good middle ground. You know, you're know, you satisfying a lot of people. Okay. Look at that. Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> is my choice for the 2000 slot. Look, Pirates 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, they may be not great. 2 is actually kind of enjoyable. But everything after 2 is uh, kind of doo-doo. And it's not great. But Pirates One. I mean, let's talk about how good Pirates One was. It was so so good good. that I think a lot of people forget. I think Johnny Depp was nominated for an Oscar to play Jack Sparrow, which totally makes sense. I mean, he really just embodies that character so well. Another phenomenon which came out just took the world by storm, pun intended. I don't know if that's actually a pun. I mean, you know, storm, water, waves. (laughs) Um, It works. it works i didn't want to pick this movie but the more i think about it i've watched every time this movie's on tv i watch it it mm-hmm. is so much fun yeah it is just like embodies a summer blockbuster movie it's fun it has comedy and action it has everything you want out of it great performances great music
2: yeah the soundtrack is so iconic Super like, iconic. Pirates. I played that in band so many times.
1: <laughs> yeah. Even as a kid, I would like run around and go... Perfect. <laughs> so catchy. Exactly.
0: Super catchy. It's fantastic. I love everything about it. Um, I'm a big fan of Pirates of the Caribbean. The first one. Again, I do think the latter sequels made things maybe a little worse. And it's easy to forget how good the first one is because three four five or i don't know how many there are sometimes aren't great but the first one is iconic and that's why it's taking my spot in a 2000 slot olivia round six last pick and round six your last categories are 70s 80s horror and comedy musical where are you going
2: um i think i'm gonna go to horror and i am going to choose the blair witch project
0: so another movie that many people may not see as a summer blockbuster but came out Officially in July of ninety-nine. Came out in Sundance Limited in January, but had its release in July of ninety nine. Made for two hundred to five hundred thousand dollars, grossed somewhere around two hundred and forty-eight million dollars. Wow. One of those movies that always on the top of the list of smallest budget, greatest returns type of deal. I personally huge fan of this movie. So Olivia, I want to hear why you're choosing the Blair Wish Project.
2: Well, yeah, it's like what you just brought up. I think it's a very impressive movie for the very small budget that it had. And I think it was really a groundbreaking horror movie. Um, I th- I really like the unique style of it. And I like it because it's scary, but it's not too scary. I don't really like scary movies really? that much. I think it's no, really they, scary.
0: Like, I'm actually Is like, he... it was hard for me to camp after this movie.
2: I don't think it's that scary. I think because it's like older if that makes sense. So when I'm watching it, I don't feel as like, invested, like this is real, this is happening. I recognize that it's a movie, whereas some of the new horror movies, I'm like, this is real. And then <laughs> I have bad dreams or something.
0: Do you think if you would have saw it earlier, like, you know, maybe when you were younger, closer to its release date, you know, when you were just maybe younger, it would have been more impactful in terms oh, of scary? Oh, it would have been terrifying. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw this movie close to its release date not 99 I was nine but I remember seeing the trailers like uh, uh-uh. hard pass mom dad like don't show me this ever I never want to see this in our house and then I think it was on like two or three years later like 12 13 somehow it's in my house not sure I'm like rebellious I'm gonna watch it Whew, terrible idea it's, it's just scared the living pants off me um and i like you brought up the you know the style of its filming which i know a lot of people give maybe a lot of shit towards the um the hand camera type of film where like the paranormal activity like the that that type of style of filming this movie kind of revolutionized that made it really popular made it you know it's good it works and it works well i liked it yeah it made
2: it like more real oh of course it felt like just like a home video type thing
0: and the home video thing like i said it works for some movies other movies it doesn't, and I think it worked really well for this film. And mm-hmm. um, I love it. Great choice. Dylan, any thoughts on Blair Witch project?
1: It's funny that Olivia says that it doesn't feel as real to her. Um, because when I saw it, it felt <laughs> very real. And yeah. <laughs> um I think I like read you know, I wasn't old enough to see it at the time. You know, Joe was nine, I was three. So, you know, definitely not old enough to see Blair Witch in theaters. But I remember when I first saw it, it was so terrifying to me. And I remember any time I would walk outside in the middle of night, I would be like have like Blair Witch vibes. (laughs) Like, you know, anytime I heard like a weird sound, I was like, what was that? Uh, But I think it's also really funny that you mentioned that, Olivia, because when it came out in the late 90s, there was a large crowd of people who like genuinely believed it was real. Yep. Like, you know, that that was real footage found at random in the woods, and that these were true, uh, this was a true account, and, you know, I looked up the actors, and I couldn't find them in anything else, so I, I too, believed it was real for, like, a a portion of my childhood that it was just this movie that was discovered uh, in the woods, and that, you know, no one knows where these actors or these people are in the movie. Uh, Obviously, it's not real, but that's how real it felt to me so it's just shocking to hear someone say it doesn't feel real to them not to like downplay what your experience is at all not like no judgment (laughs) but um, yeah I I guess it felt very real for me
2: (laughs) I watched it for the first time only like a few years ago I think if I had have seen it when I was younger a teenager younger than that maybe even I don't know why I'd be watching it if I was younger than that but (laughs) (laughs) I think I would have Had a similar reaction, but watching it now after seeing tons and tons of other recent horror movies, it just didn't have the same vibe. I think that's what I was trying to that makes sense articulate. Yeah,
0: makes sense. I mean, it it its mockumentary style is definitely something that is maybe a little aged now. You don't get many movies like that type of film style anymore. I will say for anybody doubting Blair Witch as a summer blockbuster. On Wikipedia, there's a whole section for its legacy. So that alone tells you this movie was not just like, I mean, yes, it was a small budget film, but it had an incredible impact on the film world, on horror as a genre. So an incredibly important movie and a movie that made a ton of money. Wow, like that brings it back to me. I was not prepared, but here I am. Comedy musical and actually, no, this goes back to Olivia. Olivia, your second choice.
2: Oh, right. I get another choice. choice.
0: Round seven of eight. Almost there. Your last two, Comedy Musical and 70s, 80s. I'm really nervous you're going to take the one I'm thinking about right now. And if you do, I'll be kind of upset. But uh, go ahead. What is your round seven pick?
2: I'm going to go to Comedy Musical. Oh, gosh. You're going to take it. I already know it. I'm going to go with Greece.
0: <laughs> hey, I want to hear about what Danny did at the beach. Yeah. yeah. That
2: was nothing. Oh, sure, nothing so
0: okay, all right. Come on, Danny. You got no drawers, right? Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. Tell us about that girl. What would you do this summer, Sandy? Oh, I spent most of it at the beach. I met a boy there.
1: Hold your cookies all the way to the beach for some guy?
0: Well, he was sort of special. There ain't no such thing. It's really romantic. How? How is it like? It's like you like I like sent telepathically what I was thinking about in my head the whole time. And I was like, "There's no way she's gonna take Greece," and I was like, "May I'll take Greece last round?" And I was like, no, "No, Olivia's not gonna take Greece." am sorry,
2: I took Greece. I was Ugh. it was a toss up for me between Greece and bridesmaids. To be honest, okay, I was okay. going back and forth because I adore bridesmaids. I love it, but I think generally I. Think Greece is the bigger movie. Obviously, it's has so much cultural significance, um, and I feel like everybody has seen Greece, or everybody has heard music from Greece.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll start singing right now if you want me to. I, yeah, name the song, I'll start singing it right now. Tell um, well I know it.
2: What I think of summer blockbuster. Grease is one of the movies that comes to mind instantly.
0: Yeah. I think it
2: kind of embodies the summer vibes, even though it's, like, back to school. But still, it's about the summer. Even though I've got to say, like, the acting performances, mm, iffy. Yeah. But um, overall, I love the movie. I watched it when I was very young. I still watch it probably once a year, at least. It's on, so that is my choice and i i apologize i really do
0: it's okay i don't even know what to do next now like i'm staring at the list i'm like i'm down to comedy slash musical and superhero i am torn but here is what might save me maybe for comedy musical i'm going shrek one now i like Ah. shrek one i like shrek one more than shrek two i know there's like opinion (laughs) i which is so weird to me that shrek one is a more unpopular opinion uh than shrek two i always thought shrek one was a more popular film but shrek one obviously a very iconic animated film uh the very first animated film to win an oscar for best animated feature beating out monsters inc that year um i mean olivia loves shrek one I love Shrek 2 I love Shrek 1 I think it's a little bit funnier but to you know, tweets around it's that's not kind of... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm choosing for my comedy spot it was between a few um, Bridesmaids for me as well I think Shrek is just such an iconic movie that I had to pick it Dylan going to you last pick in round 7 and did you get the last pick of the entire draft first so you have superhero left and 2010s left
1: these were the two categories I had the hardest time with. Um, I think, I don't know if you two have noticed, I haven't picked an MCU film yet. Neither have I. I feel like I kind of have to. to. <laughs> I, I said, you know, I, I've said I'm a huge MCU fan. I feel like it would be just wrong to not choose an MCU movie for one of the summer blockbuster categories. And I'm actually not going to choose it for superhero
0: superhero
1: movie category i'm choosing it for my 2010s category and i think it'll work because while my superhero film is marvel it's not a marvel cinematic universe movie is that fair Fair. is that that is fair that's fair we can do that okay we can do that clarify yeah want to clarify okay so my original pick for 2010s which you might say is the better movie and probably would get me more points, but I think I made up my mind. I was going to choose Mad Max Fury Road.
0: Oh, that's the right choice. I I know, it is
1: the right choice. And, you know, I wish I could go for it, but I'm going to go with another movie that I think has just a big enough fan base to get me some points. I'm going with the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Subject 89P13 calls itself Rocket, the result of illegal genetic and cybernetic experiments on a lower life form. What the hell? They call it Groot, a humanoid plant that's been traveling recently as 89P13's personal houseplant slash muscle. Peter Jason Quill from terra raised from youth by a band of mercenaries called the ravagers led by Yandu
0: udanta oh i'm sorry i i didn't know how this machine worked what a bunch of a-holes excellent choice that was going to be my pick for superhero so uh i just i'm not doing well today okay (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) let's hear it and your last pick for superhero and then we'll, we'll talk about them
1: last pick of the draft to round out your team dylan I mean, like another thing, I can't, I feel like I can't walk away without choosing a Spider Man movie. I was gonna go Spider Man 2. That's obviously the best live action Spider Man movie. I think unanimously agreeable uh, in this group. Um, but I am gonna go with a Spider Man movie that I think is just as good. You know, Spider Man 2 is a little bit better, but the original 2002 Spider Man.
0: So let's hear your discussion on. Uh, the Guardians pick. Why was that your choice for the MCU film?
1: I think Guardians is a top three MCU film. I think it's so very different from the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Wholly unique. And the soundtrack is absolutely stellar. Not one bad song on the soundtrack. I think it has an argument for one of the best movie soundtracks of all time. I remember as soon as I left the theater, I wanted that soundtrack to play in my car, to listen on my iPhone. It was just such an iconic soundtrack. I thought James Gunn did a wonderful job directing it. I thought all the performances were great. It's just an MCU film that's so strong in terms of what it's capable of. Like It just really surprised me. I think really the only weak thing about it is the villain.
0: Yeah, yeah. The villain is pretty weak in that movie, but... Everything it doesn't else, matter. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. At some it's point. about it's a com- the group, the camaraderie, the chemistry. I mean, this was gonna be my pick for a superhero film. Uh, so I think it's an excellent choice. Uh, I think Guardian did to me, like you said, is top five. I don't know. Why I have it top three, but I do have it in top five. I love it. Great choice. Olivia Guardian's thoughts.
2: Good choice. It's I really enjoy it. She, she, um, a good choice. So she's she
0: doesn't yeah. care. A little, a little look at, a little at thing at she has this in the bag. She doesn't even care.
1: <laughs> she, it's um, like you look down on me for choosing. She,
2: she did. No, I think it's a good choice. <laughs> How, um it's
0: all right. I feel a
2: little sad that I didn't choose an MCU film, to be completely honest. Because I mean I really I'm love kinda proud MCU of you, film.
0: to be honest. Thank like, yeah, you. It's, you kinda went the whole draft. decision. No MCU? Yeah, very Thanks. noble.
2: Thank you. Well, you know, I think if any of my top five favorites were a summer blockbuster, then I would have probably chosen one. But Thor Ragnarok isn't. Doctor Strange isn't. So really, what am I what am I going to choose? Right? That's fair.
0: I think for me, it was really like if Black Panther would have been a summer release, I 100% would have chosen that, I think a lot earlier. Um, That's why I had a hard time choosing superhero movie early. Which leads to my pick for the last round, round eight, superhero spot. This was difficult. I kind of, kind of shot myself in the foot a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, because the Dark Knight's gone, Guardians of Galaxy's gone, Spider-Man Two's gone, Spider-Man One's gone. It's like
1: there's, there's one in my head that I think you should take that I think would get you a lot of points. I don't know if you'll go for it though.
0: Is it Man of Steel? Is it Man of Steel? No, actually, <laughs> it's not that one. <laughs> yeah. If I that's, get enough of the it. Snyder Cut fans on our TikTok, they would totally be like, "Yeah, yeah, Man of <laughs> Steel. woo I probably They love track. it. They do. DCEU they do.
1: fans like look at that as like the holy grail of the DCEU in my opinion.
0: Okay. It's really between a couple movies for me right here. I'm not going to lie. Does Dr. Grant from Jurassic Park count as a superhero? Does that count? Can I put him as a superhero?
2: No. I haven't seen it, but I'm gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't
0: seen it, actually, Olivia. He fights uh, the dinosaurs with his super strength that okay. he gets from uh, other dinosaur DNA. So, mm-hmm. wait, what actually... movie is that in? <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. I was trying to tell Olivia that's how Jurassic Park works because she hasn't seen Jurassic Park.
1: So oh, I thought I thought I missed um, a movie. I don't think <laughs> I've seen Jurassic Park three.
0: So I'm like, wow, did I miss like a major plot line? <laughs> For my superhero spot. This is so unlike me, but I'm trying to score points.
2: It's like a moral, moral struggle. (laughs) It is a moral struggle. Do you follow your heart or do you do what's going to get you points? Did you study this in
0: philosophy class? Because what's the right thing I should do?
2: (laughs) Pretty much.
0: Okay. Here's what I'm going for. I'm going to go The Incredibles for my superhero spot. Wow. I
2: love that choice.
0: The Incredibles. Now, I didn't choose a Pixar movie. I chose Shrek for my animated film. It's my first Pixar film, so I abided I by my rules, by the podcast rules. Not your most typical superhero film at all. Uh, it is definitely a superhero movie. I love The Incredibles. I do think, for personally me, it's like, on the, not the lower end of Pixar movies. It's definitely high in terms of how great it is. Not a fan of Incredibles 2, but I do love Incredibles 1. Um, I mean, it's just a really, really fun take on the superhero genre, Something that I feel like we were missing for a long time, and I think it's just it hits hits it on the head perfectly. A great family, great chemistry, fun action, great animation. It's just a really great, solid movie. That it's hard to deny. It's it's really great and really fun. So that's my choice, Dylan. What were you thinking of?
1: I really thought you were gonna go with Iron Man
0: One. I was very close. Very uh, that was probably my number one choice for the MCU movie. But when it comes down to it, I think The Incredibles is just I like it, but I also hope people out there voting for me will like it a little bit more. So <laughs> I think you know
1: it's one of those movies that's considered a top tier Pixar film. So you're gonna probably favor well with you know Pixar fans.
0: I I hope so. I hope so. All right, Olivia, do us the honors. and the draft for us today. Your last choice for our draft in the slot of 70s, 80s films. What film are you choosing?
2: I'm actually really happy because I got my first choice because I actually expected that you would choose, both of you would choose the 70s, 80s movies that you did. So um, I will be going with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. What? For 70s, 80s. And well, I just, I love that movie. It's probably, it's one of my, one of my all time favorite movies. I think it's in the top 10 for me. And um, also it's a bit of a um, strategic decision.
0: Oh,
2: okay. Because another one that I thought of was Uh-oh. Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: Oh, we need to back up, guys. I found Ferris Bueller off a list, and I'm looking at it. It did not make over $100 million. Ooh. No. Barely missed 70 Looks like Raiders it is. Backing up now. I guess it's Raiders. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Honestly, if we're choosing- Great choice. If we're making choices here, Raiders is probably your better pick. Or we'll get well, you no, the more votes.
2: Here- this is this is why, because I was like, if they like Raiders, they probably like Star Wars or Jaws. That's
0: a good, so it split that's a good
2: the vote. Right? It would split the vote because it's similar. <laughs> but Ferris Bueller's, you get everybody that doesn't vote for it. You know? That was my thought. But okay. Whatever. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's is great.
0: Ferris Bueller's is great. Unfortunately, not a blockbuster. By the terms of how we've coined it, it had to make over $100 million. It did not domestically. So Raiders of the Lost Ark will... Be your choice then for 70s, 80s slot, Olivia? Or are you quickly um, r- running through your list real quick?
2: Yes. Yes, it will be my choice. Okay, um, locked in. Yeah, locked in. We're good to go. Raiders of the Lost Ark is my definitive 70s, 80s choice.
0: All right. That wow. officially ends our very first draft at the House of Cinema for summer blockbuster movies. Let me read off our choices and our teams very quickly. Team Olivia. Team Olivia. 70s 80s Raiders of the Lost Ark for the 90s spot, Forrest Gump for the 2000s spot, and Bastards 2010 spot, Inception, horror The Blair Witch Project, comedy musical Grease, animated Kids, Shrek 2, and superhero Spider-Man 2. Dylan's team 70s 80s Empire Strikes Back, 90s Terminator 2, 2000s The Dark Knight, 2010s Guardians of the Galaxy, horror Alien, Comedy Slash Musical, bad, Animated Slash Kids Movie, Toy Story 3, and Superhero Film Spider-Man 1, the original Spider-Man 1, and my team, Team Joe, Team Winner, hopefully, 70s, 80s, Jaws, 90s, Independence Day, 2000s, Pirates of the Caribbean, 2010s, Deathly Hallows Part 2, Horror, Sixth Sense, Comedy, Musical, Shrek, Animated, Lion King, and Superhero, The Incredibles. I want to go to each of you real quick. If you could swap out one, you can't swap out one. You're not allowed to, but I'm going to ask you, if you could swap out one because you regret making that decision, which one would you swap out? Olivia, one movie you wish you could swap out, but I'm not going to let you. I'm just curious to know which one you would swap out.
2: I don't really regret any of my decisions, to be completely honest. Wow. She's so
0: confident right now. She's like, I got this in the bag. I don't regret (laughs) it. I basically won.
2: (laughs) I think if I had uh, one category I'm not entirely happy with is 70s to 80s movies. Well, that's probably um, like your
0: best pick on here. <laughs> yeah.
2: <to be> <laughs> um, I would rather have Jaws or Empire Strikes Back for that okay. category. That's fair. Above, fair above, above Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: Okay. Dylan, one movie you wish you could swap out that you maybe don't regret, but you wish you could swap it out.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, there's a bunch of decisions I made that, you know, were upsetting. <laughs> you know, I really wanted Inception- <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and you know I for the 2010s I really wanted Mad Max you know like that's a great movie to choose for your 2010s I, I but then I freaked out it. a little bit I was like maybe I should choose an MCU movie because I'm such a big fan so I panicked a little bit I don't think Guardians is at all a bad choice it's definitely not the most popular MCU movie but I think it definitely has a fan base so i'm not yeah, a lot of people like it that. yeah it, does, oh, it has sure a lot it does, of like sure
0: i think it does too i was surprised that wasn't mad max wasn't chosen looking at my list if i could swap out one it would be i think shrek for comedy musical i don't know what i would put in place so i feel like i might put in like bridesmaids maybe ghostbusters maybe anchorman ghostbusters would have been a good one in anchorman would have been great yeah. too. I mean, I, I live in San hilarious. Diego. I guess I should have chosen Anchorman. But but I like my list too. I'm feeling pretty confident. Let me read off some movies on here that we did not choose that were left out to dry. That way people can get upset with us. Star Wars A New Hope. Top Gun. E.T. None of us chose E.T. Wow. I
2: thought Dylan was going yeah. to choose E.T. I thought Dylan was
0: too
1: as well. It was, it was in my top three for the 70s and 80s category. But I think... Did I not choose a Spielberg movie?
0: Uh, According to this list, you did not choose yeah, a Steven Spielberg wow. movie.
1: I missed out on some Spielberg. I guess that's you the did. category I uh, missed out on. <laughs> yeah, but if I were to go with a Spielberg movie, it definitely would have been E.T. Second probably would have been Jaws. Okay. And uh, I think third, you know, I consider Raiders. And Saving Private Ryan was definitely up there. But it was never my number one choice for the categories.
0: Other important movies we left off. Apollo 13. Twister. Men in Black. Jurassic Park. Oh, I feel so guilty. uh, Armageddon. uh, Gladiator. Mamma Mia. Any Harry Potter movie. Actually, Prisoner of Azkaban, Half-Blood Prince, Order of the Phoenix, uh, Transformers 1, Fast and the Furious, um, Mad Max, Fury Road, Bridesmaids, Jurassic World, Dark Knight Rises, Pacific Rim, X-Men, Days, Fu- Days of Futures Past, Ted, Mission Impossible Fallout was left there, Man of Steel, what were we thinking?
2: Oh, uh, revenge of the Sith. I wish I chose it.
0: Yeah, Dunkirk, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Aliens, The Fly, uh, World War Z, The Mummy, The Mummy Return, Signs, The Conjuring, uh, Back to the Future was left, uh, A League of Their Own, there's a ton of Pixar movies we didn't pick, obviously. Uh, Babe, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Casper, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And then superhero movies, we basically covered them. I mean, there's a lot of MCU movies. Wonder Woman was one movie I thought might have been picked. I was close to picking Wonder Woman, I thought. Uh, and Deadpool 2 and the original Batman were movies that were left out to dry. But we have our team set. We could only choose one. This was tough. Uh, how did you guys feel about the draft? Uh, how are you feeling going into posting this? What do you think your odds are winning? Let's go to Dylan first. I think Olivia's a little, a little confident over there. So let's go to Dylan first. How are you feeling about your picks and uh, about posting this? How do you think you know, the attention you'll garner?
1: I mean, according to Olivia, she sweeped it already. You know? <laughs> no. It's over. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, I, I'm not expecting to win I chose what movies that I felt were true to me and what I liked. So it's not really about winning to me. If I do win, I'll be happy. Of course, I'm going to be ecstatic about it and definitely brag about it a little. But, you know, I'm not going to get my hopes up. I'm just happy to have been a part of this.
0: Olivia, confident as ever, got the first pick in the draft, got the movie she wanted, played strategically, threw some shade at myself and at Dylan, gave some looks during the Zoom. How are you feeling?
2: I feel like I played a very strategic game. <laughs> um I by no means think I have this in the bag. Okay. Definitely not, but I am very confident with my picks. I pretty much got everything I hoped for. Um <laughs> I feel pretty lucky to have gone first. <laughs>
1: yeah. With the power of Shrek 2, you Shrek will claim the power victory. of Shrek
2: 2. Well, I was worried about choosing Shrek 2 first because I'm like, oh, there's all these other great movies I want to choose, but I got to choose them anyways. So it worked out.
1: I think it's so funny that you started off the podcast with Shrek 2 and ended it with Raiders of the Lost (laughs) Ark. Those (laughs) movies could not be farther apart in terms of genre, time period, just in general.
0: Go down in history is probably the most interesting draft ever. But yeah, I feel like, we might have to post this anonymously. So no one's making decisions based off who we are. You know, like, I don't want, like, Team Olivia fans to come out of her, like, TikTok and, like, vote blindly for her because it's Olivia.
1: Olivia's TikTok fans are passionate. Passionate.
0: They're
2: loyal. They loyal are and very loyal.
0: Same with Dylan's fans, you know. So I think we need to post these anonymously and have the people just vote based on Team A, Team B, Team C and And then release the
1: podcast
0: and then we'll then reveal the winner and then we can release the podcast or something like that we'll figure it out but thank you you two for being here this was a lot of fun we spent a lot of time talking about movies and drafting we will do future drafts for sure we'll do eras and genres we'll do a lot of great things in the future you two have been on the podcast before no need to shout out personals but do follow dylan and olivia at on tiktok and on Follow Cinema Nation, a group we're all part of. Next week, we will be back, Olivia and I discussing breaking down Greece. What Woo! a coincidence. Maybe. Uh, maybe that's why she took it from me because she knew we were going to be talking about it next week. But that's our decision, or that's our episode next week. And then the following week, Dylan and I will be talking about Days and Confused, a summer movie, not a blockbuster, but a summer movie. And then we will all three be back to discuss the Sandlot. So. Without further ado, thank you, everybody, for listening. Follow House of Cinema on Instagram and TikTok, and we will see you next week.